Welcome back to Burner Talk, where we keep it real all the time. This is your host, Jay. I'm back with another guest today, and we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming trade deadline, which is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Uh, welcome back, Tommy. This is his second appearance. How are you doing today? Doing good, Jay. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate you for coming on. Um, so it's been a pretty um, buzzing interesting trade deadline is seems like it's a lot of rumors but nothing's happened yet so I guess we're just going to get into the heat a little bit with um the Kyle Lowry rumors and LaMarcus Aldridge and stuff like that so which direction do you think they should go when it comes to the trade deadline I think it's obvious right now that Kyle Lowry should be who he should be going for um we're clearly the front runners right now and um, I think I saw a tweet not too not too long ago about the saying that um, wait it was the Sixers I think saying that it, it felt like a long shot now for them to get Lowry. So I feel like our window is open right now to get Lowry. It's just on Pat Riley right now to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, I agree. I think we need to make a move, and when you look at the spot that the team is in right now just losing four games in a row that maybe Pat and Andy are looking at that and now they're ready to make a move. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I would, I would, I would say that they're looking at this team and they think there needs to be a big move made. Yeah. The, the rumors are saying that is Kyle Lowry is our main target, but it seems like every year that the Heat are involved in trade talks, but they never like follow up on it. And, you know, none of these moves ever end up coming into fruition. So I just hope that something actually goes down this year. Yeah. It's always, we're interested in someone, but never end up doing the trade. Yeah. I'm looking on Twitter. It, it says like the Heat are interested in this guy is, it seems like every time, um, a player pops up of decent caliber, it always says that the Heat are involved or they're interested or they're trying to make a deal for him. So hopefully something does go down. And when you look at the buyout market, we've got LaMarcus Aldridge. Do you think he would fit well with this team or no? I think LaMarcus Aldridge would be an upgrade of what we have currently with Chris Silva and uh, Kelly Olenek, which well, there should be no reason as to why he would be better than Kelly. Because we all know he is just god-awful. But, yeah, LaMarcus would definitely be an upgrade. Yeah, I agree because this team lacks in size and rebounding for sure. And, you know, when you look at LaMarcus, he is getting up a bit in age. And maybe he might be a little bit of a liability on the defensive end. But I think this team does need size for sure. So that's why I'm a bit skeptical when you look at all the trade news and it says we're only going for guards like Lowry, Oladipo, uh, Norman Powell, stuff like that. So I'm also interested in DeMar DeRozan because I know the Spurs made him available for trade and DeMar's having a really good year too. So that's another one that I would possibly take a look at. Although I don't think it's going to happen. It's someone that we should definitely take a look at. Yeah, I don't see it happening either, but you got to take every option into consideration at this point. And 
when DeMar DeRozan is brought up, most people usually say that they don't think he would fit with this team because our two-star players, Jimmy and Bam, aren't shooters and neither is DeMar. So maybe the spacing... I think, I think DeMar's having good. a career year in terms of shooting, though, from the three at least. We know he's an excellent mid-range scorer, and I think he's having a good year at three as well. I think it's his career year. Yeah, I guess they're just talking about, like, his career... Overall, he hasn't really been known as a shooter. So people take that into account. But per- personally, I would love DeMar on this team because he's an all-star caliber player. And he can get you a bucket, which this team desperately needs. So if they were to deal for D- DeMar DeRozan, I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. I just checked he's shooting 31% from three this year. 31% and oh yeah speaking of three-point shooting what's your thoughts on Duncan and Tyler right now and their struggles they have been god-awful as of late I, I don't know what's been up with them but they've been god-awful no they're not hitting their wide open shots I mean we pay them to shoot we especially Duncan he's getting paid to shoot the ball and he can't even hit the the, the easy ones so I can't imagine him hitting the contested ones because the key to our success last year was just him hitting shot after shot after shot. He was a 45% shooter from the three last year, I think. At least yeah. based off of catch and shoots. But um, this year, his percentage dipped down by like a lot. Still a good percentage for a shooter, but clearly it's impacted the way the team's played. And then Tyler, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's getting good open looks, and he's just not knocking them down like he usually does. Yeah, last year, Duncan was shooting like 45%, and now he's dipped to 38 or something like that. 38, and, I think it is. Yeah, and Tyler was shooting 38 last year, and now it's dipped down to 31. And I don't know, Tyler just doesn't seem like that confident player he was last year to me. That's just the way I yeah. see it. And – um. I feel like the spotlight is getting to his head a little bit with, um, you know, the song coming out and, you know, just living the life in Miami. Yeah, ESPN overrating him. Yeah, basically. And I Everybody think, had superstar expectations from saying he had potential to be one of the greatest um, people saying, oh, we don't need Harden. Uh, Hero right now would be a better fit for the team than Harden. But then you take a look at how Hero's doing this year, living up to his expectations compared to Harden. Harden is a top three MVP candidate, in my opinion, second. Um, leading the league in assists. With people were saying, oh, he wouldn't pass the ball this, he wouldn't do that. But Harden's, Harden's been the best player on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I, I personally love Tyler. He's one of my favorite players on the team because when he gets it going, he's a great player. But at the same time, I definitely would have dealt him for a player of James Harden's caliber. But obviously, uh, that's on the back burner now. And we got to look yeah. ahead. And, you know, when it showed that Heat versus Haters tweet, it showed that I think he said, so would you rather keep Tyler Hero? Hero? Yeah. If that's who you're referring to. Yeah, I think it said, would you rather keep no, would you trade Tyler Hero if it meant getting James Harden? And the majority said no. 
It wasn't. I don't think it was majority no, but it was fifty-one percent yes and forty-nine percent no. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's still a little. That's <laughs> too close. It's James Harden. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I love Hero. But you know, if there's a situation as to where he can get dealt for a player of that caliber, you got to let him go for sure. Yeah, the Raptors have been saying that Hero is the sticking point in the Lowry deal. I see it's hard because I would do it, but at the same time, there's also the there's also something telling me no to not do it unless they include Norman Powell in the deal. Yeah, absolutely. But some some people could just say that could be asking for too much on, on our end at least. But I don't know. Personally, if you can, I would only give up Duncan, considering he's five years older than Tyler, and also. He's about to be a free agent, restricted free agent, I think. So he's going to get paid this year because he's a shooter. And he's going to be looking for like around $18 million. Yeah, exactly. And I, know, and I don't think we should pay him the $18 million compared to how he's doing this year. Yeah, if you're, if you're shooting this bad in the contract year, then absolutely not. But, yeah, I think if – um, we're considering trading either of those two. I would give up Duncan in a heartbeat just simply because he's – it seems like he's been in a slump all year. I don't know if it's because teams are sniffing out what he's doing or – Yeah, ever since the first game of the year, teams figured out Duncan easily. It was It's always him off a of cap and shoot, off of screens, the bam, the bam Duncan handoffs. Everybody's figured him out because he can't – Duncan can't create his own shot. Yeah, and it seems like Spo is trying to, like, sprinkle in some plays where he cuts to the basket and try to catch the defense off guard. But other than that, it's the same old dribble handoffs at the top of the key. And, um, you know, they, they stay on Duncan the entire game. They don't keep their eyes off of him. And like you said earlier, it seems like he's better at making contested shots than uncontested for some reason. Yeah. Which I is. I don't understand that. I don't understand how you can make the very difficult shots, but you can't make the easy ones that are basically gift wrapped to you. Actually, I can attest to that as a basketball player. Let me tell you something. I make more shots contested than wide open. It's a mental thing. But at the same time, he gets paid millions to do this. I don't. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the last player. I can think of that was like that is J.R. Smith when he was on the Cavs constantly making contested shots. But when you leave him wide open, they're not dropping. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can say that J.R. was a very good contested shooter somehow. Yeah. It just, it just makes you think what um, their mindset is. And I'm going to talk about Aaron Gordon I just got a new tweet that says Celtics trade talks with the magic for Aaron Gordon are still alive. The Celtics are offering a first round pick and a young player, but not Marcus Smart. Do you think Aaron Gordon would fit in on Boston? Mm, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, who who are the bigs right now? Tyson, Tristan Thompson, I think. I think Aaron Gordon would be an upgrade for them, but I don't know if it's, you know, like that big of an impact for them. Now, if they end up getting Evan Fournier, who I've heard is in those 
talks to or it's all good my bad um Evan, what was saying? Uh, Evan Fournier was um involved in those talks as well and and I think I may have heard Terrence Ross may be in the deal too I'm not sure it's either Fournier or Ross but I feel like if they get one of those two alongside Aaron Gordon, then that would be more of a big deal. But I think just Aaron Gordon alone, I don't think it really boosts. It does boost Boston, but I don't know if it gives them, it gets them over the hump. Like yeah, say I, Aaron Gordon was on the Boston team last year in the in the conference finals against us, I don't think they would have beat us at East, um, still. Yeah, I agree. I think if they do make a deal with the Magic that – Evan Fournier does need to be included because Evan Fournier averages 20 points a game. Yeah. Fournier's a very good scorer. Yeah, he is, and he can get you a bucket. And I think – I don't think they can get Evan Fournier unless they include Marcus Smart, but I'm pretty sure they want to keep Marcus Smart. So. Yeah. And when it says the Magic want a young player in the first-round pick, I'm assuming the young player is like, Aaron Neesmith. Paul or Romeo Langford. Yeah, Roman. Edwards. Yeah. Maybe uh, Robert Williams. They would. I don't think they would give him up, but that's another young player that Boston has. Yeah, and that doesn't seem like they're giving that much up because um, Romeo Langford and Carson Edwards and Aaron Neesmith. It doesn't seem like they're an integral part of the much. team. Yeah, they don't. They don't play much. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if they can get that deal done, then. I think Aaron Gordon would be a good addition overall, but it's not going to push him over the hump because I believe the Celtics are a game under 500 right now, I think. I think they are – they just lost to the Kings, I believe, the other night. That sounds right. But, yeah, the Celtics have surprised me this year. Not in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, they're 21 and 22 right now. I think they're currently sitting in – they're currently eighth. Eighth, yeah. They're behind the Knicks. They're behind the Knicks, who are in seventh, us in sixth, Hornets in fifth, and Hawks in fourth. Within a game of fourth. I just realized that the Hornets are ahead of us. Wow. Yeah, they, they beat us at one game. Malik Monk went ballistic. Yeah, the random heat killer. But, um, There's always that one guy. The Hornets have been a pretty exciting team this year. It's unfortunate that LaMelo Ball went down with that injury. Yeah, that sucked. LaMelo's going to win rookie of the year, I think, unanimously. But now he won't. Who do you think they'll give it to since he went down? Wiseman? Edwards. Edwards. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been he's been playing really good lately. Yeah. Um, I, but a dark horse, well, not really a dark horse, but someone who could end up sealing the award if they pick up their play now, um, could be um, Tyrese Halliburton from the Kings. Oh yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. He's always been up there. He's like number two or number three. Yeah, he's, he's number been. two right now. Oh yeah, then he he definitely could win it if he stays healthy. He could definitely sure. win it if he can if he can start playing like really 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 good, like starting now, he could steal it from Edwards. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
And yeah, the Hornets have been really surprising this year. And so have the Knicks as well. And the Celtics have been disappointing the Pacers and the Magic, who all made the playoffs last year. Yeah. But they might step it up, though. You never know because there's still a lot of season left. And yeah, exactly. I think like four through 10 in the East is it's wide open. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with the rest of the season. 72 game season. Um, we've currently played 44. So yeah. I just don't want to see us in the playing game. I, w- I would be worried if we're in the playing game. Do, do you think it's going to be that bad to where we have to end up playing in the playing game? I don't, I, I don't think so, but if we end up being in the playing game somehow, I would worry a tiny bit. Hmm. I think we'll be around the 4 to, four to 16 when, it, when it's all said and done. Um, I think fifth seed is what we'll have again, like last year. But I think four through six is going to be tight, and that could go either way. I think if we make a trade, then four seed is pretty realistic. For sure, four seed. We should be looking at the four seed right now. It's wide open. We can, if we can get Kyle Lowry, we can definitely get forward. Literally, four through ten in the East is packed. It's from 21 to 23 losses. So, if you lose two games in a row, you could drop to ten. This little slump we're going through has to end. Yeah, because... Unfortunately, we play Portland on... I think tomorrow? We play Portland? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I I don't even want to think what Dame is going to do to us. And got a little bit of a revenge tour with Jay Crowder and Airplane Mob. Hate to see him go. Yeah, that was a that, those were two big losses. We've reiterated that so many times. How Jay and Jones Jr. were big losses, especially on the defensive end of the court. People say that Pat Riley chose Myers Leonard over Jay Crowder, but I think. Jay Crowder was more of a result of what happened with Giannis and waiting for him. Yeah, yeah. We were we, we waited for Giannis until like what Giannis signed almost the last day of free agency. Yeah. Yeah, Giannis played everyone. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm bound to believe that Giannis he definitely did that on purpose. But I was the thing with me, if I was a GM, I would do that, though, because you're arguably trying to get the best player in the NBA. You knocked him out in five games, two disappointing years in a row for them. Why not go for it? If you ask me a million times, oh, would you take the – would you re-sign Jay or try to get Giannis? Let me – I'll try to get Giannis 100% of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Pat, Pat gets a lot of flack for that, but you just got to – um, step in his shoes for a second, and obviously that came at the expense of Jay, who was a significant part to our run last year. But you know, you just got to look at the bigger picture and what he was expecting. Yeah, Jay Crowder was expecting a multi-year contract with with a bit of money too. We couldn't give him that because Bam was also looking in for an extension. 
Yeah, I think if we weren't trying to um, preserve cap space for Giannis, then we would have been able to offer Jay Crowder the three-year $30 million. $30 million. So it, it's all a result of waiting on Giannis pretty much. 100%, yeah. But yeah, with the trade deadline coming tomorrow at 3 p.m., I'm excited to see what goes down. Um, it's been a bunch of rumors, but at the heart of it all, I think it's just going to be like some little trades around the edges, like that Fiondu, Kevin Gelly trade that happened yesterday is going to be nothing crazy. But <clears throat> I'll ask you for the final question. Um what do you think we're going to do specifically? Which trade do you think we'll make if one is to be made? I think we'll make the lottery trade for sure. And I think the I think what we should offer is Duncan, Precious, Kelly, and then the pick that the Thunder gave us for 2027. Or any other pick, if we have any other pick out there, just give them a pick and those three players. So, so I know the Raptors have very high they, – they, they, like, they really like Precious, and Precious hasn't been too good for us. Yeah, um, when it comes to Precious, I don't know how to, like, spectate him. I don't even know the word I'm thinking of. I just He's hard to gauge because it seems like every time he goes up at the rim, he gets stuffed or something like that, and – he has butterfingers. He can't yeah. control the ball properly. Yeah, he's a rim runner. That's basically what his purpose is, and it seems like he can barely do that. But, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. And, um, yeah, so you do think that Kyle Lowry is going to get done tomorrow or I tonight? Think that, I think that deal is going to get done tomorrow. Not tonight, but tomorrow. I think, I think the Raptors play tonight, too, so we have to – Really watch out for that game. Yeah, I hope it does get done. I think Kyle, Jimmy, and Bam, that would push us to the top of the East for sure. I think they'll announce that trade, like, very close to 3 p.m. Like, at around 2.40-ish, I think they'll announce the trade. Yeah, let's hope so. That's my hope. And the chemistry is going to be out of the roof considering Kyle and Jimmy are best friends as well. Kyle, Jimmy, and Ben. Yeah, absolutely. Just that the more, those are his two best friends in the league. Yeah, that chemistry between your three best players, that's going to take you far for sure. And I think if the trade is to be, is to be made, then we should keep the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference because I think the Bucks and the Nets are a little too far out of reach at this point, but let me let me check the books. I don't I don't know. Like maybe we could catch the Bucks if they go on a little slump, but I doubt it. They're they're seven games ahead, so I doubt it. Twenty eight and fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a bit tough actually. Yeah, unless they go on like a huge losing streak, then I don't see it happening. I think the top three are gonna stay the same, pretty much. Sixers, Nets. Brooklyn, that's the top three right now. Yeah, the, the top three is going to stay the same. I don't see that changing. I mean, it might interchange between 
um, the Sixers like major off or something, and somebody moves up, but those three are gonna stay the same. And B and B should be returning soon though. So if they are to lose any more games, I don't think it'll be much longer until they start winning again. Oh yeah. Also, when does Kevin Durant come back? Isn't he still injured? Yeah, he's still injured too. He's supposed. Um, I think they're gonna reevaluate him in like a week. Oh okay, gotcha. So. Yeah, the Nets are gonna be a problem, of course. KD, um, this was announced on Monday, March fifteenth. Uh, Durant, due to his hamstring, is expected to remain out for another week or two. Okay, so yeah, the Nets are getting healthy at the right time during the stretch run of the season. Yeah, the Nets and yeah, the Nets are gonna be a real problem. And they also just got Blake Griffin from that trade. It makes you wonder if they're done making moves or not. Yeah, Blake Griffin's already making an impact. As we can see, he dunked his first game back. Yeah, that man, he just wanted to get out of Detroit, which I don't blame him. I don't blame him for that. <laughs> Who wants to play in Detroit? Yeah, exactly. Sorry to any Pistons fans listening out there, but y'all haven't been good since, like, what, 2004? Yeah, that's the last time. And yeah, I I kind of slander the Pistons on every episode. I apologize to any Pistons fans that may be listening to this, but uh, you know the mantra, we keep it real all the time. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, you know, let's hope that the Kyle Lowry trade goes through. I'm hoping it does. Because I think that's really going to help us, and um, maybe we get Lamarcus Aldridge as well. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And with your trade, wait, can you repeat what you said? You would trade for him again? Um, I would do Duncan, Precious, Kelly, and throwing a pick, maybe even two. But um, another trade that I saw that was supposedly offered, but I don't think it was. Uh, if I can pull it up for a second, let me see. It said none, Robinson, Achua, Olenek for Lowry. Okay, yeah, I'm cool with either of those scenarios. Um, anything not involving Tyler, I'm down to do. Um, and I think another trade I saw, I think it was, I saw someone on Twitter. I don't know if I'm much of a fan of the, of that trade, but um, it involved Bradley, Moharkless, um, Olenek, I'm pretty sure it was involved too, Duncan, I need, I need to find it. It was a weird trade, but it was like to make, it was supposedly to make the contracts match. Yeah, I think I know what you're referring to. I, I don't know if you saw it, it was from Chris. Wasn't it like Harkless, Iggy, and Kelly or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I don't even know where I the think it was that exact trade. It was Lil, Lil Chris Punch on Twitter. I know he put it somewhere in a group chat. Yeah, I, I don't even know if um, the Raptors would even accept that. Yeah. 
I mean, <clears> well, they could. I mean, that's a lot of defense they're getting over there. That's a lot of players they're getting for Colorado. It is, but at the same time, they're nine games under 500. So, like, once you want young pieces, yeah, so I think they have to just hit. go into rebuild. <clears throat> yeah, if I'm if I'm the Raptors GM personally, I'm trading. If I'm trading Kyle Lowry, then I want young pieces in return, considering we're struggling right now. And mm-hmm. start the rebuild, build around Pascal Siakam and OG and Van Vliet. OG has well, I don't know. I don't know much about OG. Uh, I hear he's a really good defender. I guess that he could be like Kawhi. But I'm not, I'm not. I'm just not so sure about OG to be honest. They could use OG as a trade piece for sure, but I think they should build around Van Vliet and Siakam. And, and then Siakam hasn't. I don't. I haven't seen any expansion of Siakam's game ever since that finals run they had. Yeah, not really. But they also have another young center in Chris Boucher. I like Boucher. Boucher has been really good this year. Yeah, absolutely. And if it wasn't for Jordan Clarkson, he would be the sixth man of the year, in my eyes. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, um, back to what I was saying about the Kyle Lowry trade. I think if it involves Duncan as the main piece and we don't have to give up Tyler, I'm absolutely doing that, for sure. I think they're going to end up giving up Tyler, though. As much as we don't want it to happen, I think it's going to end up happening. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Because, yeah, you said in the reports that Tyler's the sticking point, right? Yep. Before, is... was, they want either Duncan or Robinson. Or, wow, I said the same name twice. <laughs> they either want Hero or Duncan. But now it's shifted more towards I want Hero more. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Um, I think I I'm bad, Carl. You know who will be involved. Crushes and Kelly. Those have to be given. Yeah. Because the Raptors have always thought high of Precious, and then Kelly's just Kelly. We need to get rid of him. Which I'm, <clears throat> I'm not too sad if they go, but. Oh no, good riddance. Yeah. I'm glad you're out of here. Yeah, I think I might be bad karma a little bit because the Tyler Hero Trophy gold jersey just came in today, and. Oh, just got just today. Yeah. Imagine if he gets traded tomorrow. As soon as I get the jersey. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's usually all talk and no walk. So I'm not going to get my hopes up for anything tomorrow. Personally. If there's one thing thing I know, we don't pull the trigger often. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And – it's just this. It's kind of disappointing to see all these rumors and none of them ever happen. And I just got another notification that says Lonzo Ball reportedly not in New Orleans long-term plans and will likely be traded before the deadline. So I'm interested to see where he ends up as well. Another person who we are supposedly interested in, right? I mean, we're interested in pretty much everybody. So yeah, yeah. Lonzo, I, I've been hearing stuff about Lonzo and Oladipo possibly going to the Knicks. Both of them, or 
both. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be a solid pickup. That's a solid backcourt right there. That would be solid for, for the Knicks. That would just make them even better. Yeah, for sure. That's a solid defensive backcourt right there. Lonzo and Oladipo. Lonzo with the playmaking with the playmaking Lonzo has and then Depot's abil- ability to score the ball. <clears> then you have Julius Randle who just had a monster game last night. Yeah, it was against the Wizards, but still. Yeah, 37 points on seven threes. He's been going insane this season. I, I, I like what I like what, what Thibodeau has done with the Knicks. It's it's been um been quite impressive what he's done a bit unexpected i would say but um i'm happy for knicks fans to see that they're back in the playoffs back in the playoff picture <clears throat> playoff picture yes. playoff picture. they're not in the playoffs yet yeah playoff picture well they're currently in the playoffs right now but i don't know if they're gonna make it but yeah <clears throat> they so far at this point in the season they're looking good and yeah just got a notification from Mark Stein. This is Philly and Miami are the headliners for Kyle Lowry. And I don't really see Kyle Lowry going to Philly for some reason. I don't think he, I don't think Philly's going to go in for, for, um, for Lowry anymore. Yeah. And I saw something that said they would give up Tyrese Maxey or Shake Milton, but I don't know if I see that happening. So we may be in a good position in order. We definitely have the Close best off. shot to get to get Lowry. But I, just yeah. hope Pat, I just hope Pat makes the right decision. Yeah, we need you to wake up, Pat. I like the Trevor Reza trade, but we got to do some more. I don't think we've won a game since we acquired Trevor Reza. now that I think about it. Yeah. Not saying it. Oh, are you we're, we're on a four-game losing streak right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's his fault. It's just we haven't won a game since we got him. But Yeah, I think because he's he played his first game on Friday against the Pacers, which in which that, that first game was just god awful. But yeah, hopefully Pat makes some moves and um yeah, I think I think that was my last question for you was just do you think something is gonna happen, like definitively gonna go down tomorrow? And then real quick, mentioning um all the because I know that's the other name that's out there obviously for us. I don't think well, possibly we could make the move still. Anything can happen still, but I don't think we'll make that move, in my opinion. And I think we just <clears throat> wait for free agency. Yeah, we've always been the Rockets the, the issue with the Rockets GM is he's so dumb. They ask for so much in return for a player. Like, they want everyone, basically, for, for Oladipo. Well, yes, Oladipo's a good player, obviously, but he's not worth every asset that the team has. Yeah, for sure. So the Rockets are going to end up losing Oladipo for nothing if he gets traded. Or he'll just leave them in free agency. And most likely come down here to Miami because we like as we all know he's had big interest in us and I think he lives here too yeah he's always been linked to Miami but I don't think it's worth giving up assets to get him um at the trade deadline when we can just wait for him 
when it's pretty much, I wouldn't say confirmed, but there's a good chance that he signs with us in free agency. So I'll just wait for that. And you don't have to give up anything in the process. Kyle Lowry is, I believe he's on an expiring deal. I'm not 100%. Yeah, Lowry's looking for an extension. Okay, yeah, you're right. Two or a new, or a new, or a reconstructed deal, something like that. I think he wants the extension though of at least 25, 25 million a year. Yep, yep, you're right. That's what it was. So, um, extend Kyle Lowry, sign Victor Oladipo. We might be looking good. And buy out Lamarcus Aldridge in the <clears throat> in the buyout market. Yeah, for sure. That is. Um, if only we could have snagged Boogie Cousins with the uh, with the exception that we had. You know, I, I would have been fine with that personally. Um, seemed like most that of the fan base would have been four big additions we have on the team <clears throat> if, yeah. if they all end up coming true. Yeah, I, I would have been fine with that because we we don't have a legitimate big on this team. Um, traded Myers, who wasn't a legitimate big anyway, even though he's seven foot. Um, Chris Silva is like six eight, and Kelly Olynyk is seven foot, but we all know he's not a, a true big either. So he's a softy. That's what he is. A stretch big, and he can't even shoot. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I I wouldn't have been opposed to a Boogie Cousin signing if it did go down. So yeah, there's a lot of routes and options this team can take it just depends on if the front office wants to do it yeah if the front office is willing to take that route but yeah i'm excited for the trade deadline tomorrow and um is there anything else you wanted to say um yeah jim vp that's all i'm gonna say jim vp Jim VP. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you for coming on today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I always love coming on uh, Brenner Talk whenever the opportunity is presented. Yeah, absolutely. Tommy is my guy. Go follow him on Twitter. Uh, you can say the at real quick. At Heat Up Tommy. Yes, sir. Tommy. Just hit 1.2K now a few minutes ago. So. Oh, nice. Congrats. Definitely follow me. If you want some good content, you can definitely follow. Yeah, once again, go follow at Heat Up Tommy on Twitter. And uh, thanks again for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, that was our trade deadline special episode. This was Burner Talk. I'm your host, Jay. Thanks again, Tommy. And I'm out. Peace.